You're now listening to Briz Podcast. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to Briz Podcast, the very first episode here. We are joined right now by very special visitors. We are joined by Ride City's wrestling tag team champions, the Parea, Eli Theseus, and Gabriel Eros. Welcome, boys. What's going on? Thanks for, All right. us. Thanks for having us, brother. Not a problem. So, boys, before we get anything to reanimate it from Friday night, we just want to talk about a little history about your baby boys so yeah. far. So, Eli, let's start from you, mate. So, tell me about your history of wrestling. Um, as in, like, when I got into the business? or Correct, yes. Um, well, basically, when I finished school, I was looking for something to do as a hobby, and um, I went to see a Riot City Wrestling show at the end of 2014, just on the weekend, and I was like, you know what, I think this is what I'm going to try out. And then um, one thing led to another, and it ended up being my career path, so it went from just wanting to be a hobby to just falling in love with it and, and it consuming my life, so... Yeah, because I remember seeing from your very first few matches back when you were just coming out of the academy, you improved since then, since 2014. And, and I've, you know, for me, as being as a promoter and an entrepreneur, but you actually improved, which I'm loving so far, that you're looking up, you're thinking out of the past and you're looking forward into your life. Mm. That way you can achieve anything in your life. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So it's obviously like a slow burn, it's a slow process. And with a lot of commitment and determination, you can just move forward and, and make the most of every opportunity that you get. Not bad. Uh, Gabriel, what about you, mate? Um, mine was like, mine wasn't a, such a, a hobby sort of thing. Mine was more of a, like, I'd always, from a little kid, wanted to like, I'm sure like thousands and thousands of other little kids out there like watching wrestling and being like, oh, I want to be a wrestler one day. And then I sort of went through my life and you sort of go out of that wrestling phase and um, I was playing a lot of football and it sort of got to the point where I know I wasn't, wasn't going to get drafted and I just finished school, so at the end of 2015, I was like, you know what? I just like, I've always loved wrestling. I started watching it heaps again. I was like, you know, I'm just gonna go for it, see what happens. Like, just try it out and see where it goes. Right. Not and um, so, tried out, and then started 2016, started training, and then sort of the rest is uh, the rest is history, you know? Not bad, though. Like, as I've seen you as well, when you first came out of the academy, mm. very young, very young boy, I should mention. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so skillful now, as I've seen you guys before, you've actually improved as well, which I've, Think it's a very yeah, we hope we've improved. Yeah. <laughs> Put a lot of work <laughs> in. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah. So if, well, besides you guys, you know, talking about your inspiration, you know, your whole interest of wrestling. But who um introduced you to wrestling? Was it like a family member or? Um, well, I remember just it popping up on TV, and my older brother had watched it and knew a lot about it. And I saw an episode of SmackDown one day and was just hooked by the storytelling more than anything um, and then watched it the week after and the week after and the week after and the ne- next thing you know I'm dressing up as you know a wrestler and then that Christmas I'm getting toys and championship belts as gifts and and then you're just obsessed so that's how I got into it as an eight-year-old not bad very 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 consuming yeah from, it always comes from an older sibling or something from, absolutely from yeah. their interests as well I feel like my older brother introduced me to every interest I've ever had and he <laughs> he likes to point that out so <laughs> you know he'll take all the credit for my success <laughs> not bad though um, what about you no my so like it's pretty similar like I'm not going to get into it because Elijah's just like it's literally every little kid's the same like my dad 
liked wrestling. He was watching it one day, and then that was it. Like, it's a similar thing, mm-hmm. man. Not bad, not bad. Like, you know, like, for, come from me, because I grew up in the Attitude Era when it came, you know, one of the greatest eras of WWE history. Yeah. You know, um, big Vince McMahon with his studio, like say, with Jerry Briscoe. <laughs> yeah. Big Bam, uh, was, it, was it Big Bam at the time? Or one of the guys, and um, yeah. the Big Boss Man as big well. Big Boss yeah. Man, yeah, yeah. That's where weapons, that's what was mm-hmm. my thing. For the yeah, Hardcore yeah, Championship, sure. the tables, the chairs. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also my, fa- my favorite uh, tag team. The Dudley Boys. Yeah, yeah, amazing. So, like, if I'm, you know, besides, you know, you have the history, but, like, who was your biggest wrestling inspiration growing up, though? Uh, my biggest inspirations growing up were Eddie Guerrero and John Cena, definitely. Um, I just loved... I, I really just loved the way that Eddie would always have you in the palm of his hand no matter what, whether he was good or bad and kind of took you on a journey every single time he was on your television screen. And then obviously John Cena is just basically the wrestling version of Superman. So I'm sure every single little kid was, was into him. So that was definitely it for me. Not bad. That's actually really good. Eddie Guerrero rest may God rest his soul, but Absolutely. one of the greatest, I would say one of the greatest wrestlers in that era. And for sure. Yeah. He would always treat everybody like family, no matter what right. happened. And then growing up and actually getting into the business, you realized how ridiculously good he was at the art. And that just that just propelled my love for him even more. So that's very good. Mm. Okay, um, my, my two that really like hooked me. So like f- the first person I sort of watched and got hooked on was Kurt Angle. And I, I remember him coming out and everyone was booing him. And I just, for some reason, it must've been the colors, it must've been his entrance, it must've been something about him that drew me to him. And everyone was like chanting, you suck. And I remember just getting really sad. And like, ever since then, like I just literally wanted to watch the next Raw or SmackDown, whatever it was at the time, just to watch Kurt Angle. But like in terms of inspiration and like, as a young kid that like, I sort of wanted to make me a wrestler was definitely Shawn Michaels. Like the fact that he'd just get the absolute like, shit kicked out of him consistently and then still find a way to come back and you're always like oh no he might not come back this time mm. he might not do it but he still found a way like Shawn Michaels was like he's, he's my guy mm. yeah that's very good um, you know from inspirations yeah I would say yeah Kurt Angle is now improved now from when he, when he first began but now he's semi-retired he's, yeah. he's mm-hmm. getting teaching the new generation now how to become for sure why, how he was back then that's right yeah, so boys, um, yeah, now we know your inspirations, but um, so let me just ask you this. Where did this whole tag team begin? The Parea? Where did it all um, begin? I'll jump in. So I think the, we used to like go out just as boys, just as Greek boys with like um, another mate. We have Tony Tyro and Big Steen, and we used to go out. We used to just say, let's go for Parea tonight. So Parea in Greek means just like sort of a coming of like people with similar philosophies and ideas and just hanging out just kicking off like just with the boys you know what I mean like Every, everybody that's Greek I just know like you go you have butt out with the boys you go for a that's coffee right. hanging out with the boys you know what I mean mm-hmm. anyway so I'm trying to think like we ended up getting told like you boys we want to tag you together and I mean it's not hard to why they tag us together you know best mates we're, we're ethnic boys you know like mm-hmm. and then we were just sitting there brainstorming and then it was actually um, give credit I think Tony Toro was the one who was like why don't you just call yourself butt out yeah that's right. And we were like, what and about? We were like, the butt air. Yeah, and then it's sort of just like, we're like, yeah, yeah, that's really good. And then they were like, what does that mean? And we explained to them what it means. And they're like, <coughs> that's your name. No questions <coughs> asked, done. Yeah. And it's a little bit hard for, you know, the non-European people to pronounce, but it's kind of just 
I feel like everybody just gets it. Yeah, I think that's what hooks them. It's the intrigue. Like, what does that mean? Or, like, oh, that's a Greek word. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Instead of, like, if, if you look at us, you know that we're Wog Boys. So, Wog, you say, oh, you have the Wog. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The, you guys aren't the only ones as well. As being as me as a Greek Italian as well, mm-hmm. I get, like, some of my non Wog friends, they go, who the Paraya? No, no, it's the Paraya. That's yeah. right. It's like people, people, yeah, people usually say Paraya with the tongue, or they say Paraya, just like mm-hmm. one simple line. Exactly. But, but like, yeah. But tell me about. Um, well, he's not here today, but he is a part of your family. Yeah. Big Steen. What? Tell me about this guy. Um, well, if you've ever seen him, you know he's just completely off his rocker, just absolute nutcase. Um, but yeah, honestly, like when we joined the RCW family, he was a part of it and we all gravitated towards each other naturally because of our culture and heritage. And um, he obviously adds such a unique and unparalleled dynamic to the group that you honestly can't teach, which is that energy that he brings. And, and we, you know, you, sometimes we take him for granted and sometimes he's just a general pain in the ass yeah. <laughs> as everyone can probably tell but that's why you love him I guess absolutely he's just you You will never you, he's truly like if you lined up every single person in the world you will not find another big stain so you know it's not bad because I actually I actually met him a couple of times back when he first even began back before you guys even started let me tell yeah, you something yeah. He was actually a really right guy, but he wasn't as yeah like fit and like energetic as he is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, back then though, he actually, I actually did see his first match he ever did, and he won his first match at Supernova Pop Culture Festival here in Adelaide. Oh, that's yeah, right. He won that right. battle royal. Right. Right. Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah. And he <laughs> didn't stop talking about it for like six months. He still, he still holds himself <laughs> to that. Yeah, because well, I remember the match. It was well, it was a six man battle royal, but the two it was him. He was knocked out by Grim anyway. Yeah. So he's not on that floor like. Boom! Straight away, yeah. and then right away he gets up, and um, Grim just looks at him, stare, face in the eye of this giant, mm-hmm. and he comes running at him, and obviously eliminates himself. Up, but Argos deserved that win. Yeah, as being the youngest though, which I mean at the time he was small, which small means powerful. It doesn't mean how small you are; you can win anything, and right. achieve anything you of want. Of course, of course. And oh. he kind of he 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 sort of you never you never really see him back down. No. Um, like you thing, you saw yeah. the other night, you know he we were dropped and it was two on one and he wouldn't back down and, and people people love that about him you know what I mean I would like to have him on the on the podcast oh, so. I don't know about that man <laughs> right, you might <laughs> get your podcast banned yeah, for people, right? yeah true yeah, but, you <laughs> he'll know, break your microphone because he won't shut up <laughs> uh, not bad but, uh, but boys um, now that um, well the Pare are now the dominating tag, world tag team in this country which I've seen at, in my opinion yeah. where do you guys see this whole tag team in like say five to seven years time from now it just honestly depends, man. The wrestling world's changing every second. Like as you see, like mm-hmm. in WWE, they have actually some serious competition out there. Now. Like we, like not us, but like as in like anyone can go anywhere. Like yeah, because AEW's opened up. Like New Japan are going strong. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go make good money over in Ring of Honor. Like you know, like Impact. there's just so many options you have these That's days right. where like it's really hard to predict where you want to go. Like right. ten years ago, people be like, oh, I just want to go to WWE. Like that's the end goal. Absolutely. But like that doesn't have to be these days for us or anyone. And, yeah. and- while we have amazing chemistry as a team and we work so well together, um, we understand that it's a business and that we're both going to take any opportunity we can to propel ourselves. And, you know, there might be circumstances where, where somebody will just see something in one of us, you know, where they, they might not see it as a tag team or they might want to, you know, take us along as a tag team. That's um, I think that's what's important. Like where we're, 
best friends, not just as a tag team, but in real, in life. real life. So like we're yeah. understanding, like as a, as a mate, you're going to be like, hey, like, Absolutely. go for it, mate. Like you deserve it. Like, you know Absolutely. what I mean? Like you're not going to hold a grudge. You're not going to say, no, you're staying with me. Yeah, that's right. But it just depends. Like, honestly, man, we don't know where the road's going to take that's right. us. And, and any opportunity that, you know, while the Australian wrestling scene is growing, any opportunity that is presented to us to go elsewhere, we'd, we'd be morons to turn it down. So, True. you know, we work, we work towards that every single day. Yeah, because Australian wrestling is like, for me, it happens to be one of the best rest, one of the best wrestling you know, countries in the world. And like we've had with WWE, TNA, New Japan have signed some of the greatest like rest talented in this country, such as Royal Wishler. They just signed Jonah Rock, of course, yeah, from WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, we also got bought well, Damien Slater, who did you know Cruiserweight Classic, yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. and also New Japan signed New Japan part time. And in anything in particular, because now um, both of you, your former your former wrestling um, colleague. Uh, Demi Bennett, or should I say Rhea Ripley now, yeah. is now in WWE yeah, now. That's pretty crazy, yeah. hey? right. Yeah, because I remember like seeing her growing up, because um, she used to play soccer, and she was a very fantastic girl playing the sport. And then she evolved into wrestling, and uh-huh. which, you know, for what I've seen, she's actually done good. And she made a ranks up to the top. That's I heard right. that she went to Japan after she graduated high school, if I'm correct. Yeah, she yeah. did. She and only spent three months over in Japan, which is awesome. And she traveled the country as well around. That's and right. And now look at her now. She's living the big time now. That's right. And so, I hope, well, I wish her this, the very best and hope she becomes a, a future woman's champion. Yeah. Even though she's become... She has become... The UK. That's oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> First UK. Yeah. 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 We know what you mean, man. Like, we know what you mean. Yeah. UK champion. That, sorry. UK champion. That's all right. I'll the, big just, the big one. The big one. The big one. one. The main event spot. And right. she, and just not mentioned that well, last week she actually did make her debut in the women's Royal Rumble match. Of course, yeah. man, it was incredible. That was insane. Because we just seeing your friend come out and be like, "Wow, like that's, yeah. that's just our friend that we used to hang out with." That's right. And she's in front of forty eight thousand people plus on the pay-per-view. millions of eyes around the world. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and had a an incredible showing. You know, she eliminated four people and just showed her dominance in there and it was just so so cool to see the, so we're very proud of her she's killing it I can imagine that, I can imagine look not just only for you boys but also your wrestling promotion Ride City as well mm-hmm. showing that anybody from a small wrestling organisation can make it to the big top yeah mm-hmm. like I'll put it into perspective for you so seven years ago she hadn't even started wrestling yet seven years ago it's really not that long ago that's 2012 she hadn't even started wrestling yet right and Two weeks ago, she was just in the Royal Rumble match. Like, that's that's just unheard of. But that kind of thing is possible because of, like you mentioned before, trailblazers like Damien Slater and J-Rock and the Basso brothers from Riot City for they came up in a time yeah. where there was nothing and no one no one even looked towards Australian wrestling. Yeah. And those guys, through so much hard work and so much determination, have given us a platform to yeah, propel us. the foundations That's for right. us. That's right, exactly. So we are so grateful and so lucky. And also, to be able to perform in a venue like HQ, that's thanks to all of the hard work of these guys. But I think that there, like, you can see now, like, it's not a small wrestling promotion anymore. Like, Australian wrestling promotions, they're big wrestling We're promotions. Like, MCW, Rice City Wrestling, like, EPW, like, I'm just countless more, but, like, these, these are legit wrestling promotions mm-hmm. now that people will, like, yeah. gravitate towards. Just as, like, talent-wise we're just as big as any of the, you know, top indie promotions over in the States. That's true. And people are starting to recognize that now. And we've got things like World Series Wrestling happening here now where the top stars from an independent level are coming down here and mixing it up with our guys. And we're holding our own, which is which is awesome. So, 
Yeah. Yeah, not bad though. Um, but like now that we've given you your history and everything else in particular, you know, but there's something that always people, always for me and people, you know, younger than me want to know, but what's the process of becoming a, a wrestler? Well, like what do you guys recommend as a good, you know, opportunity, like a good, a lot of hard work? I, th- I think, I think the thing that, that people really don't understand is that it's people learn very quickly that it's not a hobby. It's not a, um, just something to do on a, on a Tuesday night. You know what I mean? It's a lot of financial investment. It's a lot of physical and mental investment and a lot of doubt. Um, and a lot of time before you are able to do the things that we did on Friday night. Like, just to is, put it into perspective as well, like I know Elijah's tryout would have been similar. Like my tryout when I got in, let's just say twenty five people got in. There are literally two people left from my tryout. That's right. From twenty, you know, and that's consistent. That happens every single tryout. Every tryout. Everyone rocks up thinking they can be a wrestler when they actually see what mm-hmm. it entails. And and from my tryout. Um, are you the only one? I'm the only one left. Yeah. So, you know, you come in with all of these people and you look around and you go, hmm, so this is my competition. And now, four years later, I'm the only one here now. Exactly. Yeah, that's really crazy. But, like, how long did it take, though, for you boys, say, from when you trained from the Riot City Wrestling Academy to get up to your, say, your first ever wrestling match? It like, depends, man. Like, for me, I... Yeah, for you too. Like, I, I trained for four months and then had my first show in front of people after four months. We've had other people, and this is this is not knocking anyone because it's it's different for everyone. We've had some people that have trained for you know eighteen months and then they've had their first show. Um, how long? Do, how long were you like six months or something? Yeah, about six. Yeah, months, yeah, there you go. So my first show was at a festival, which it's in front of people, but it's not really. It doesn't really count. And then like three months later, I, I debuted on a on a main show. So it was like you know four to six months of training and then I was I was up there so yeah. well, I could, well I could, from looking at you boys I can tell they, they put you really hard in that gym because I understand that your head trainer is um, Matt Basso and um, Big Brody Marshall if I'm correct uh, Chris Basso, Chris Basso. Oh, Chris Basso. Yeah, yeah. Big Brody Marshall is also one of our trainers yeah, yeah. but like, I can imagine it's not like you know like you just walk into a store it's grabbing what you want it's a very hard with the weights and the cardio sure. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and including the injuries as well like mm-hmm. yeah, it's just crazy yeah and it's also like um there's obviously the in-ring stuff, there's the gym side of things, but there's also having the confidence to yeah. go out there and connect with the people. It's like, we were just actually talking about this recently. Like you can have the best body in the world, you can have the best moves in the world, but if no one cares about who you are, then like, it doesn't matter what you have. Exactly. You no. have to have, there's so many aspects that yes. go into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, um, well, because well, I remember Eli seeing you, you know, before you, you made your matches come true, but you also, as I remember, the videographer for the rings for the events, if I remember, yeah. a few times. There you go. So when you are a rookie in training coming up at RCW, um, obviously it takes a collective effort to make a show come together. So cameraman, merch, running the bar, um running errands for the for the wrestlers backstage there's a lot that goes into making the show come together so there's actually a show where uh i'm standing on the hard cam big steen's on the roaming camera around the ring and tommy's behind the merch table so it's like the three of us are all just just there you know as staff and nobody knew who we were we didn't know who we were and um it's just so surreal that you know, only a few years later, we've just made a vented, you know, 
one of the biggest shows RCW has ever put on as the tag team champions. So it's just so weird, but so cool. That is amazing though, because they give you they they say just because oh, I can explain this so you guys you guys may understand, but just because you're in the gym and the academy doesn't mean you get a match right away. No, no. Of course not. It doesn't, mean, doesn't mean you ever get a match. Yeah, if you're not right. good enough, you're not, if you're not good enough to get in that ring, as bad as it sounds, like you're not getting you're not a match. You're not getting in the ring. Yeah. Otherwise, they'll say start from the bottom and you make your way up to the top. That's exactly much. how it works. And that's, and that's exactly what we've done. And, I think that's and the like, best way as well. That's right. It's the best way. And and like and like like I said before, some people are going to progress a lot quicker than others. And um, <coughs> I I think obviously through a lot of hard work and a lot of determination and sacrifice we've progressed very quickly but that doesn't mean that we're not still trying to improve and, and we're getting comfortable yeah and um now we're going to the big stuff boys friday night rise city reanimate at hq complex you boys the main event against the armstrongs first of all like as i was there in the front row and i couldn't be more proud of you boys so, like just thank the, you, man. Thank you. just the effort and the time consuming and your entrance believe it or not really made my night yeah I'm glad it usually makes everyone's night <laughs> it's like just <laughs> no. we, we've had that same compliment from a lot of people but it's just like that entrance was a lot of work man like yeah the entrance was more work than a lot of people couldn't believe like just like the lighting the sound the like the getting, lasers the, la- the getting our dj like one of our friends dj like organizing him and the timing for him and mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's just a wrestling Spots. like there's stage spots and stuff as well which is like that was really we just walk out there and click our fingers and then that cool entrance happened you know yeah it's yeah. amazing because um <coughs> i happen to be in the area where um where all of um the Parea fan club happened to be it's yeah. like yeah. right in the corner and yeah. some in because um, i think row, yeah. i think it was like one or two people um one or two people had the greek flags in there which yeah yeah made you guys go hype i guess big yeah. scene especially as well but Big Steen's um, ring announcing I've just never seen anything like this ever because I usually see Storm Fuse he takes his time he just screams at the top of his lungs That's but right. not much action but Big Steen he takes that to a whole different That's level right. you cannot see anywhere else yeah we, we get worried sometimes that the match isn't going to follow the entrance because of how crazy <laughs> we go in our entrance and especially especially the other night having the only the only act on the show getting pyro <laughs> and lasers and we had the longest entrance of all time. Yeah. But oh, so we sort of felt bad, like it was. We, like, but 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 like, look, you, you got to take risks, and it paid off so hard. So we're so happy. The crowd was so ready for our match by the time we were in the ring, and um, and I think that was probably up there with the hardest fought victories we've ever had oh, yeah. as a tag team. But we you, were you pushed that so yeah, far, to definitely. the absolute limit big by, credit to the Armstrongs by as well, Nick yeah. and Jet yeah like cause like I've heard I've seen them like a couple of few times both of them doing their singles actually but they they haven't been like as a tag team queen freak, freak, uh, frequently which I've no not for a while but you got to remember right yeah, exactly. they may have had time off as a tag team but they haven't had time off being brothers exactly and while we consider each other brothers and blood they are actual brothers they know what what each other are going to do no matter what and so do we but you know it's just that extra little kind of thing they've grown up together so but they've had much more experience compared to you boys of course that's right they've been in the business so much longer than us like triple the time that we've been in the business and you know we had to go out in the main event in that amazing building in front of all of our fans family and friends and we had to keep those titles and it was honestly such a test and we are so happy that we came out on top 
Yeah, because I actually seen much of your matches from over the years, but mm-hmm. this one I'd say was definitely my favorite one I've seen. Yeah, I'm all glad. Time. I, I, I think it's my favorite too. Reanimate, hey, well, HQ, really good, you know, venue for it to hold this beautiful event. And for me in particular, I just love like because the whole crowd was around us. Yeah, there was no right. seating, minimum seating, but minimum like seating, yeah. everyone was just around. That's right. Much more easier for the boys to go out of the crowd, do what they have to do, mm-hmm. yeah. punches, throws, whatever they wanted mm-hmm. to do. That's right, but. Yeah, you can't, beggars can't be choosers of how to become a wrestler and how everything is particular. Yeah. But they try to make it fun for everyone else mm-hmm. to um, to have a good time and show what, what we love and how the sport is. Of course, yeah. Our life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, boys, um, before we go, um, I had to mention to Gabriel, so WSW have called you off for your first ever singles action yeah, for this promotion. That's, that's an incredible opportunity. Like, it's a little bit like, just like we were talking about before, like with... Um, I've got this opportunity they've contacted me they've right. but like Elijah's obviously still, still really supportive like we're still obviously a tag team but just like, for this night um, yeah like I've been working for series wrestling with some incredible talent from around the world like it's just an incredible opportunity yeah because I was I happened to be at the Don Polsky Centre from the last previous one from I think last year I think halfway mm-hmm. through the year and that was your the tag team's first ever t- um, debut yeah. in WSW live yeah. action on pay-per-view which yeah. Yeah, for the crowd, we all went crazy for. Which again, like the idea that we had a pay-per-view streaming live around the world in Adelaide with some of the top talent internationally is just so amazing for the growth of our sport here. And um, yeah, Gabriel is going to go in alone this time and wave that Badea banner and hopefully come out on top. But we'll, 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 we're keen to see who his opponent's yeah. going to be. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I think WSW will be announcing that in a couple of weeks Absolutely, or so. Absolutely, of course. Yeah, I've got my ticket. I'm ready to go to yeah. see um, you in action. Yeah, beautiful. And I, hope to see you and, and I hope to see you and Big Steen alongside of him on the yeah. side of that range to yeah, see we'll him. we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It's crazy, though. We might need to jump in and help. Exactly. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but as I do remember, though, you guys were the PCW from Melbourne tag yeah, team champion. Yeah. yeah, And that was your first ever tag team win that from a champion. That was first title reign. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like that's an incredible promotion over there, PCW, like credit to them and like We've got talent. It was, an honor, it was an honor holding their belts for um as long as we did. That's right. Very good production value and um some great talent down there as well. And we went over there, won a number one contenders match, and then were lucky enough to walk out in our second match as the champions and bring those titles back to RCW and defend them here and we were on top. we We've been on top for a while, now. <laughs> even before we were even before we, the, we were the RCW tag team champions. Yeah, yeah. So um, that was really cool, and we'd love to come back to PCW and um, and anywhere else in Melbourne that would like to have us. Where are you in Australia? It. Really? Anywhere in Australia? Imagine this. I have this is my dream match of you two, but listen here. Okay. Going to Greece in Athens, <laughs> going to find a wrestling promotion there, and taking. We're the we're the barrier from Australia, mm-hmm. and we want to fight whoever's on top in this country, and we want to bring you what Australia Wogs are all about. That's right. Is there even wrestling in Greece? <laughs> I think there is. I actually have seen a few matches, but like it's just it's. I think it's it's not one of those top countries yet. No, I don't no. think. No, I but, hope it's good, they do. but it's a good way of getting yourselves out there. Though. Absolutely, because you know, as we all know, as we all know, Europe is like. Not just besides, you know, Greece, but Europe all around has like some of the greatest talents in the world. Yeah, it's a growing market as well. Especially like WWE have just signed, they got a performance in the UK now. Yeah. Which is is incredible. Yeah. So like we said before, there's just so much opportunity 
And we just want to dig into it, you know what I mean? Like we right. just want to get every sort of opportunity that we can get. So it's mm-hmm. not it's it's really it's really you know, good how you guys are thinking towards hand, like you're thinking yourself towards the future and where mm-hmm. you want to take the sport and you know, from everybody in particular, that's what I like to think as well. Because mm-hmm. you know, they don't just do wrestling, they have other things and other dreams and other interests in that's particular. Right. But we love doing this because this is what makes us happy right. for the rest of our lives. And wrestling is one of those things that brings people together and then I think that's probably the most beautiful thing about wrestling is it brings people together mm-hmm. and the the idea that there is all of these huge promotions with a lot of financial support popping up around the world now, people like myself and Gabriel can do this for a living now if we if 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 we're lucky enough to and be able to bring people together all over the world, which is really cool. So that's the best thing about it. Not very bad. Not bad though. Very good. But like, um, just so the followers can find it, where can they find you guys? Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Um, on Instagram, I'm at Gabriel Eros, and like I think we'll spell our names out because people always like misspell. So like, obviously Gabriel's pretty self. <laughs> Should I spell yours like, and you spell mine? Sure. All right. So it's G A B R I E L A E R O S. Correct. Yes. Um, brother. <laughs> and then Elijah's on Instagram, and I'm assuming Facebook too. Yeah. Is um E L I Eli, and then Theseus T H. E S E U S. But Arvos, boys. Now, um, well, unfortunately, that's all we got time for today, boys. But thank you so much for joining us here on Briz Podcast. If you want to see any more, just go on Briz Podcast on Facebook. And it's also, if you want to see some pictures or anything in particular, go to Briz Productions on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you very much, boys, for joining us. Thanks here. so much, brother. Thanks Appreciate it, guys. Right. See you, boys, in the ring next time. See ya. Thank you all so much for listening to our very first episode here on Breast Podcast. We all hope you had a fantastic time listening to this. Thank you so much to the Parea of Eli Theseus and Gabriel Eros. See you next time and goodbye for now.